1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, and the legend himself, Eric Weddle. Is it really him? It's really him, I believe. Eric, how are you? He's here, boys. <laughs> he is here. Nothing sounds better on Rivalry Week than a conversation with Eric Weddle. I'm not going to lie to you. Great times, man. Great times. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing fantastic. Hey, hey, how come how come we're seeing players over there wearing a, a Donovan Mitchell jersey? Uh, I have no comment on that. I really uh, don't know where that originated from, but uh, my loyalty will always be with the Lake Show, and <laughs> you know that's really all it comes down to. Uh, when I see when I see bigwigs get up and give pressers, and I'm like, wait a second, what Salt Lake connections does that guy have? And I'm thinking, I always thought Eric was a Lakers fan. The times have changed, man. The times have changed. So how much, I mean, obviously you're getting ready for a season. You have so much on your plate right now, but you still enjoy this week, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny to to uh, go through my timeline on Twitter and see all some old teammates who have went to uh, the Y and who I'm close with, but then just to hear some of their comments, it's just like, come on, guys, like, this is what it is, man. It's praying's not going to help. Uh, this year's just going to be like all the other years. Uh, but we sit back, we let we let our play do the talking, and uh, should be a good one. It's going to be a great game. I know that it's not going to be a, a lopsided uh, contest, uh, regardless of of the talent and 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 whatnot the, the, between the schools. So uh, I'll be flying back from Houston. I'm not checking my phone. I'm taping the game, so around 4 or 5 in the morning, I will know the result, and hopefully it's uh, for the good guys. So, you know, I, I, you're just talking about how good this game is going to be, and I'm 100% on board with that. I think this is going to be a, a dogfight to the end. Eric, I want you to help me understand how Utah, in this eight-game span in these nine years, how is it that they've come up with the big play? You know, the stop on Taysom Hill on a two-point conversion, um, the multiple stops in the final minutes of a game, a blocked field goal. Like, it's just these it's these big plays in these crucial moments to get these wins. Why are they so consistently good at making those plays in those moments? Well, I think it, it starts with the, the culture and the, the, you know, the way Coach Wade goes about business and, how he treats his players, and uh, when the moment is big, that we that we rise up, we we apply pressure, uh, not the not the other way around. And you know, good teams find ways to win, and bad teams don't. And and I'm not saying uh, that the team down south is a bad team, but over the course of the last ten years, you know, we've been the better team, and and uh, and it shows, but not just between that game, but how our seasons have gone over the last couple of years. So. Uh, but shoot, it's gonna—it's a rivalry game. It, I think it benefits being the first game of the year for BYU, uh, and, and it kind of negates some of the the talent on both sides of the, uh, of the field because it's the first game of the year, and, and that 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 stuff will work itself out throughout the season. But uh, shoot, it's gonna be a good one. It always is. As a player, when you're in the middle of it, are you thinking BYU Utah, or are you just is it just another game, an emotional field game? Uh, I mean, it was such a big game back in 
back when I was in school, we were in the same conference, and they, they, you know, the success they had uh, in the 90s and 2000 uh, had kind of tailed off when, when I was in school. Uh, but it was still a huge game with, with a lot riding on it with in-state bragging rights and then obviously with the recruiting. But now, I mean, I wouldn't say it's in just another game. It's obviously an emotional game. But uh, for for us, I mean, whether you win or lose, it has no uh, bearing on what our season goals are, and that's the Pac-12 championship and, and getting in the college playoffs. So uh, theoretically, we could lose this game and, and win out and still get where we want to get uh, or – the other way around, I don't know necessarily if that's true or not. What What is the field been? What's the change been like, Eric, for you, a, a Utah alum that's that's gone on to do great things in the NFL, but has watched Utah progress into the Pac-12 and build these facilities? And when you look at your old college program, how much different is it? How much change? And, and how proud are you of where it's what it's become? It's pretty amazing. It's it's. Uh... You know, when you go back and visit and see see everything and see how big it's become, not just with the facilities and the and the and the players, but within the city and the recognition across the country. I mean, you know, we're a you're a legit program uh, that teams from every parts of the country have to respect now. Or before we were we were trying to get that, and every week we always had that on our shoulders to prove it uh individually and collectively so it's it's proud to be uh you know had a had a had a hand in in getting where the program is now uh and it's just crazy to see all the 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 little nuances within the program how it's changed so much and how it's tailored to the generation of kids now or back in our day we wouldn't (laughs) have none of it because we wouldn't have needed it but it's uh it's pretty cool it's pretty impressive and you know that they deserve it. The kids work hard. The coaches, the city, the fans. I mean, everyone has a hand in in where our program is now. So is it uh, kind of weird for you to walk up there and see those facilities up there that you guys <laughs> never could have even dreamed of? I know, man. My first year, I got up there two weeks earlier, and we were in the bubble, running uh, the old bubble of the AstroTurf, and I was sleeping on the couch of, you know, Tommy Hackenbrook and Brett Elliott's, uh, you know, little house they had, and. To where it is now, it's it's a full 180. That is for sure. But you know, like I said, it's uh, it's been a gradual process, a lot of hard work and commitment from everyone, from donors to fans to the to the people that support the program to obviously the the success of the program, starting with Coach Witt. So it's uh it's pretty awesome, and it's it makes you proud to be a guy that that supports the team and and loves them so dearly. You know, Eric, you were part of that Urban Meyer moment there at the University of Utah, and I just saw him in an interview say that that was the best team that he's coached and in that 2014. I, I want to know, what is it that makes him such a unicorn coach? What is it? He's just he's one of the top three or top four most sought-after college football coaches. What attributes does he have that makes him that way? Shoot, I mean, it's just the way he goes about the day. I mean, the way he can motivate, the way he can really get into the intricacies of the the, the student-athlete and making them feel important, making them feel loved, and having a role, having a, uh important job on a team. 
everyone wants to be wanted, right, and feel appreciated. And he does an unbelievable job of doing that from the first guy down to the, I don't know, 100th guy. How many guys are on the team nowadays? So uh, he, he just knows how to connect with the players, knows how to motivate. And, you know, at the end of the day, as the head coach, it's more so the connection and getting the best out of them on and off the field, more so X's and O's. All right, so how's this thing going to play out? What's the score? What? How do you think this thing's going to go on Friday or on Thursday? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a, a feeling out process. I think both sides, uh, talented players on both sides. Uh, the offensive line of BYU against defensive line of Utah should be a matchup to watch all game long. Uh, I'm sure they'll be successful at, at times. Both sides. Who's going to wear each other down? Uh, Having a healthy quarterback on offense and, and a returning starter for the Utes is, is obviously a, a plus. Having Coach Ludwig back in the fold, I think, is a huge advantage for us over the last few years. Uh, for the score, I'm thinking it's going to be uh, close, 38-34 wow. Utes. Uh, I think the quarterback down there is really good. Showed a lot last year, and he's going to be even better. Uh, we had to replace some guys at linebacker and defense, so that might show up a little bit. I think our secondary in our front is going to be one of the tops in the country. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm putting in more high scoring just by how the game went last year, but I could easily see a 17-14 game as well. So, we'll see. The Utes win, ninth year in a row. And, and everything is at bay and, and stays status quo in the state of Utah. There you go. The man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Eric Weddle. Thanks, Eric. Eric, thank you. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me on. Eric Weddle right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.